Glory, glory, Sacramento. Hello, and welcome to the 916 Republic Podcast. I'm your host, Nolan. Today, I'm joined in the studio by a man whose angelic voice was not done done justice by our previously inadequate studio acoustic setup. In light of this gross injustice, we here at the 916 Republic took it upon ourselves to make the matter right. Zach, it's a pleasure to be sitting next to you flanked by our 48-inch by 48-inch walls of soundproof styrofoam hopefully we sound a lot better right now i can't wait to play back this week's pod and listen to your beautiful voice coming through my microphone but first zach how are you tonight i'm doing good i feel kind of cozy almost i do it's like you could snuggle up with a blanket and a cup of hot cocoa yeah it's like you remember when you were a kid and you made forts that's exactly i was thinking that when we tried to hang the blanket across the top (laughs) which did not work but i'm doing good i'm doing yeah i was like well well that's good to hear well, also joining me in the studio tonight is the man who managed to salvage the materials for our newly upgraded studio setup. Scott, you've yet again taken this enterprise to the next level of excellence. Thank you for managing to stuff 50 square feet of soundproofing into your Hyundai <laughs> Tuscan. No, Tuscan. Tuck, Tuckson. Tuckin. Whatever it is. Somewhere in Arizona. How are you tonight? <laughs> Tucson? Yeah, that one. <laughs> I'm good. Somewhere oh, good. in Arizona. <laughs> oh, that's, that's good to hear, Scott. Yeah. How are you doing, Nolan? You just started school. I did just start school, and it's going, it got off smashingly. Smashingly. Yeah. I was a little late for dinner tonight, because I was driving home, but it was good. It was good. I got all the stuff out of my car, and then I realized nobody was home. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I just put everything back in my car. And then three seconds later, your dad drove Everyone pulled It was all good. It was good. Yeah. Well, cool. I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Yep. Well, you know who else is doing well? I don't. Well, it's not the people that were at the game on, <laughs> no, no, it's not. on Saturday. They are uh, still wet. For those of you who don't know, just if you didn't, you weren't at the game, you didn't catch it. I'm assuming if you listen to this podcast, you probably know, but um, it was quite precipitous. Mm. Uh, there was a lot of rain. Uh, these two guys were not at the game, but I was at the no. game with our buddy Eli, and um, I, I um, well, I got a little wet. Uh, it rained. <laughs> to say the least. It, it was okay. So it was sprinkling at the beginning, and we were like, "Oh, this is kind of fun." Like it, it wasn't even that cold. It was high sixties sprinkling. Like we were fine. Yeah. And uh, my buddy Eli, or our buddy Eli, had a couple his two kids, two of his kids with us, and um, the game got, got delayed fifteen minutes. We were like, "All right, it's probably for a lightning thing." Like they just wanted to make sure that the lightning had passed. And then, so the game was supposed to start off, kick off at seven thirty. 7.45 came around. They were like, hey, we're going to delay again until 8.05. We were like, all right, cool. Like, It's getting a little colder, but we're fine. As soon as they said it's going to be delayed another 20 minutes, it just started pouring. Mm. And I was like, bro, I got to go buy a jacket. So I spent like $75. You did? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, I wanted the jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like, oh, darn. Yeah, so I spent $75 on this. I'm so sorry, thin, Emily. Windbreaker, a thicker windbreaker jacket, I guess. Nice. Um. And I came back, and um, Eli had his kids, like, under uh, the bleachers, and he was just like, dude, we got to go. Yeah. Like, we're, we're not going to last. And I was like, yeah, dude, I know. And the blank that I was using to, like, keep myself dry was soaked already. Uh. And, um, the game did kick off for, like, 10 minutes, and then they paused it again for another, like, 30-minute weather delay. And then finally, around, like, 8.45, the game played um, all the way through. So... Um, that was a thing that happened. Just want to let you guys know that. But there are actually only two home games left. So if you maybe skip down on this one, 
and you are sad that you didn't get to watch the game in person, there's only two left. So Wednesday against LA Galaxy 2, mm. and then not this coming Saturday, but the following Saturday against Orange County. That's a huge game. So if you're like, oh, what game should I go to? Either one is super important, actually, for the, the standings, but that Orange County game is massively important. October 12th. October 12th, thank you. So if you if you can make it out to only one more game, I would say do that one. And you're like, well, what about the playoffs? A home playoff <laughs> game is not guaranteed. This, oh, no. And this Orange County game, I bet, is going to feel like a home playoff game. So get out to that Orange County game. It's yeah. going to be legit off the chain. I've never said that. Anyway. Uh, no, um, I've never just that. So only... Um, if there was ever a time, this would be it. Yeah, yeah, only a couple games left. But if you did make it out to this Orange... or Sorry, uh, El Paso game, the team... At least I got an email as a season ticket holder. I don't know if anyone else got emails, but I got an email saying that they are going to give you um, tickets to this upcoming these upcoming Wednesday games, either LA Galaxy 2 or the friendly against FC Juarez. Juarez? Juarez? I don't know. One of them. Juarez? I don't know. Juarez. Um, so if you can only make it out to one, you want to kind of get you know your money back from getting rained out, choose that game. That'll be fun. Yeah. Um, and like we said, uh, as we're going to talk about, actually, way more in depth, LA, LA Galaxy 2 is going to be a, an interesting match. Other news and notes... Uh, the USL Players Association, I wrote down on our notes, Union, but it's Players Association, is meeting October 3rd. Let me just read what they put out on Instagram. Here we go. This is September 24th, 2019. On October 3rd, 2019, the USLPA will engage in another bargaining session with the United Soccer League. We are encouraged by the relationship that has been built to date with the United Soccer League and its Board of Governors. We look forward to continued progress as we work toward promptly implementing the first collective bargaining agreement in league history, end quote. Just really quickly before we head on to our last uh, small news thing, what do we think? Is this going to be quickly implemented? Yay or nay? Nay. Nay, but I hope it is because I feel like players in the USL deserve to be, at least have a base salary. I agree, but I feel like these type of things never, they are never done quickly. Um, But it's good that it's being talked about, so. And will it drive up ticket prices for USL games? Most likely, because the money's got to come from somewhere. So I'd be interested to see how that affects costs around the club. Yeah, I don't don't think it'll affect Sacramento, like if we stay in the league longer than we want, because... They probably One, guys well. our ticket prices are so are actually pretty high compared yeah. to everyone else. And two, our player wages are actually probably pretty high compared to a lot of other teams. So True. this might not affect Sacramento, but smaller teams like Charlotte, who's mm-hmm. renovating a stadium, or Charleston, or I'm trying to think, Loudoun. Ottawa. Oh. Yeah, Loudoun. You know, the MLS2 teams that don't want to play their players, <laughs> players, you know, maybe a lot. I don't know. Might affect them. All right, last news and notes before we head on to something else that I don't want to talk about right now. Um <laughs> We put out a poll on Instagram, specifically Zach did, and he said, do you think Sacramento can win all of their remaining regular season games? This was before the El Paso game. <laughs> yes. 74% of us said yes. 26% said no. 74% were that wrong. 74% hopeful. of us are looking real dumb. <laughs> because, Dead wrong. Because we lost. But the next question was, if Sacramento 
wins their remaining games, will they be third in the table? 71% of you said yes. 29% said no. So 71% of us not only thought that if we win, um, we'll be third, but what that really means is that Reno would drop. Yes. That That's the big – that Reno would have a big slide for us to climb up that high. Mm-hmm. That's what, in, in my opinion, that means. To me, that just shows that we hate Reno. But, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> hey, thanks for taking our Instagram poll. Yeah. That was cool. 26% of us were right. No, we had a lot of people. I don't remember the exact numbers, but we had a lot of people. It was in the hundreds. Yeah, we had a lot of people. Multiple hundreds, I think. Vote, which was really cool. Yeah. And hey, speaking of Instagram, we are pretty close to that thousand mark. Hey, we're 12 away. Whoa. Tell tell your friends. Yeah, tell your grandma. I don't know. Make make a make a fake Instagram for Grandma. And like a, <laughs> oh, we should make some bots. fake Instagram accounts. <laughs> <laughs> no, it won't feel like good. You know what I mean? We won't yeah. get that satisfaction. And then I'd have to live twelve distinct lives and <laughs> keep up on all the platforms. Keep all the bots up. Yeah, that'd be hard. Yep. Let's just find real people. Moving on. <laughs> find find some real people. All right, you know it's that time. It's the t- it's that time of the podcast where we review. This week's loss. This week's. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh, uh, Nolan, our favorite cynic. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so I, like we said earlier, we played El Paso. Um, got off to a quick lead um, in the, I believe, 14th minute. Thomas Anavolson puts away yet another goal on the season. Um, it's been awesome to see him play well. And then, unfortunately, that was the only goal we were able to come up with despite numerous chances that we put on. Um, El Paso scored pretty quickly into the second half, and in the second minute of extra time, uh, I believe it was Mahoney, I want to say. I think it was Mahoney Mm -hmm. put up a bad header, and it's a fluky, terrible defensive play. It it was the ball went over his head, and he turned his – body toward the goal and hit the ball tried to boot it out with his super high extended leg yeah and instead of the ball going back over his head into the field of play it kind of went up and over shuttleworth shuttleworth where he got a hand on it played it right to a el paso player and they put it in the back of the net we lose two to one now here at the 916 republic we we like to troll the reddit because it's where we find the tea. It's where we find candid fan interactions and opinions. Our man Scott was uh he was he was flying through the Reddit. He found a post by uh, a a a fan that was at the game sitting next to Shannon Gomez. Which is legit. Which by is pretty the way. cool. Oh, because Shannon way. Gomez is hurt. Yeah. yeah he's out possibly he, he broken. Yeah, wow. he's he's not doing good. Uh, but he was sitting next to Shannon Gomez, and as that second goal in the 92nd minute goes in, Shannon Gomez turns to him and says, quote, this is not the business. And you know what? That pretty much sums up the game right there. This is not the business. This is not the way that we want to finish out games, especially at the end of the season. It was a tough loss, and it puts us in a bind uh, with the rest of these four games remaining. Yeah, just to read another thing that Fitty underscore six, S-I-C-K-S. That's his Reddit handle? Is is Reddit getting more like credibility as as like a platform? 
of no. no it's still kind of it, like subterranean i think reddit was ghetto. just like there before anything else oh. and honestly it's where people i have seen go to congregate and share thoughts without it being like a social media yeah it, it's kind of like you're not pr- protecting a public image like you're just blah. yeah no nobody cares about that on reddit yeah yeah. That's cool. No. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so he said, never seen the team this mad after a game either. Villian looked more upset than I've ever seen him. Cool. Um, I, I think of any game, this is probably the game for the team to be upset. Because while we were leading, talking about scoring, scoring, this is Zach, when you know we, we score first, we usually win. Yeah. Uh, and we scored first, and we lost this game. We didn't just draw. I, I think we would have been okay with the draw. Like, we would have said, like, yeah. you know what? It was raining, thundering, a good team, a draw. We've got injuries. Cameron Owasa didn't start this game. Tainer wasn't even on the bench. If somebody could find out what is wrong with Mitchell Tainer. Because oh. I couldn't find the injury report, and they always tweet out an injury report, like, consistently. I found the one from last week, but I couldn't find the one from this past game on saturday so if there's a if there's a reason or if there's a game for this team to look defeated because of a loss yeah it's this game because you had it you had it in the back you just had to i mean yeah it was going to be 70 minutes of just defending but the team didn't just defend for 70 minutes they attacked very well in that first half they should have just by probabilities they probably should have had a second goal because of how many good chances they created and even toward the beginning of the second half um the first goal shuttleworth in my opinion should have saved it it kind of went through his arms in my from the angle that i saw on on tv Mm -hmm. and then i mean this last goal i kind of also chuck it up chalk it up to shuttleworth because if you look at the trajectory of that ball over the top shuttleworth should have been yelling keeper 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 and he i think it would have came probably pretty close to him that he could have grabbed it fairly easily it, i just think it was end of the game they Fatigue. switched off crazy game it's later blah 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 blah. all these things yeah so yeah look defeated be defeated this was our one mess up we said that yep do you guys have any other thoughts on this game because i think we could maybe just say a couple more things and move on i think it's just significant the weather delays that occurred before and then in the first 11 minutes of play, um, El Paso had to had to deal with the same distractions and issues, but but they, they were up for it. Yeah, they were up for it, and Sacramento wasn't. And so I think, yeah, that was the difference on the night. I I was gonna say it's their mess up. We we've talked about for a couple of weeks now. They've got one mess up in the bag. Here it is. They did it. Looking at the table, if we would have gotten a draw out of that game would have given us 45 points. We would still be in the same place on the table. Real is in fourth with 46. One win for us and a loss for them still puts us at fourth, sole possession of fourth, and a tie would not have changed that. So it, it's, it's, it stands up. It holds water that they had one mess up in the bag, and here it is. It's like, okay, all right, we got four games left in the season. We need to... We need to win those games. Yeah, and the only reason that we had that one mess up is because we play the two team, two of the teams that are above us. We play sixth and fourth, Real, Monarchs, and Orange, and OC, yeah. Yeah, and who's the team in fifth, Austin? Yeah, and they have a ga- we have a game in hand. And we have a game in hand on them. That's, that's why we had the one mess up. 
as long as the one mess up wasn't, or as long as we didn't have two mess ups against Monarchs and um, Orange County, then we'd be okay. That's why we said we have one mess up. Yep. So, sorry to clarify, the mess up is we talked about in a previous podcast about like how many games Sacramento yeah. can lose in this last run. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. That they the mess have... up is like we have we have a game to lose and we're still okay. Yeah. 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 So this is it. Fourth yep. place is still very much attainable. But and for a for a brief fleeting moment, third place was attainable. Yeah. Not, Not so anymore. anymore. That's gone. And I think we said we had two draws. We had one against Oklahoma. So we have we basically need to go three wins in a draw these last four games. Mm. And and well if it, it it's tough. So if we win it, if we lose one more game, but then Real and OC we're gonna need help. lose two, mm. we're in fourth. Yeah, we're we'll get into that. Never... Let's talk let's kind of transition a little bit to this LA galaxy yeah. two game because if we're saying we need three yeah, it does pertain. three wins in a draw well we have the next games coming up are la galaxy two at home tulsa on the road orange county at home monarchs on the road maybe if we're saying we only have a draw to give and we finish the season with the number four team and the number six team then we're going to say that this draw is probably going to be one of those two teams. So that means we're probably saying that we need wins in these next two games with LA Galaxy 2, who I think are in seventh, no, uh, no one in has eight. here. Are they they're in eighth? In eighth yeah. Sorry, they're in eighth. And Tulsa being further down in the table out of the playoff picture. So, Nolan, how about we just transition? You started off here. This is a big game for Sacramento, I think for the reasons we just said. Who are some guys that we need to be on the lookout for? Well, when the... So the, sorry, I, I w- looked at their most recent second LA Galaxy two are really tricky because they have a lot of players coming in and out of the M- of the first team of LA Galaxy that plays slots on in the MLS. Um, one guy that has established himself more in the starting lineup consistently for the two team is uh, a striker named Kai Kornuk. Um I'm sorry, no, uh, he he has established himself more. Not a striker, he's a winger. Uh, but he's been more regular at LA Galaxy 2. He has 25 start or 20 starts, 25 appearances, um, and scored an amazing goal against Oklahoma City. It was a really good goal. Yeah, you go back and watch it because it's very very pleasing to watch. And I think it was to 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 draw the game level because Oklahoma yep. scored in the first six minutes. Um, so very, very good game. Obviously can come up big in big moments and opened up this spree of goals that LA Galaxy 2 eventually put five at, down on on Oklahoma. Um, he's a Dutch 21 year old played in the air Divisie for two years. Um, and so he's very dangerous, very good. And he's probably going to start against Sacramento. Uh, another winger to look out for in, in attack for LA galaxy two is Ethan Zubak scored a brace against, um, against Oklahoma city, 21 years old, again, American, uh, hasn't, has been in and out of the, of the two team because he's been getting MLS minutes. He has 16 starts in the USL, but he's been, um, called up with a two team, uh, brought on as a substitute a couple times. What do you mean with the first team? <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, the they had team. they had some injuries there for a while, so they yeah. had to sign him. He was um, playing behind Zlatan actually. In, yeah, he was on the he was on the bench a lot, but I think I think that's probably done for for now for the season. W- one because the MLS season is almost done. Yeah. So do they have a roster freeze? Yeah, the MLS do. I think so. Okay. Um, and two, I, yeah, I think they want him integrated for 
the playoffs, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Um, so look for those two guys to start. They're going to be um, good guys to watch. The style of play that LA Galaxy 2 implement is a, is an attacking 4-3-3, 4-2-3-1. They try to mirror the – we've talked about this in previous podcasts. They try to mirror the first team as much as possible so that uh, the transition from second division to first division is seamless and um, they're playing – they're being asked to do the same things that, that they would be asked to do at the, fir- at the highest level. Um, and so, yeah, I said that the game is going to be played in transition. I'm just now beginning to learn what this actually means in terms of watching a game. Scott's talked about it before on the podcast, um, but they're going to look to catch Sacramento out, uh, recently having lost possession, and then uh, transition quickly into the attacking third and figure out a way to score a goal from there. And so I think Scott had a... Uh, or I had a question to ask Scott and Zach, and that's how will Sacramento stop LA Galaxy 2 in the transition game? Yeah, I I think there's probably a couple ways to do that. The first is, and, and this might be a, this might be too tactically complicated, but basically, if you're in transition, that means you've lost the ball, right? Right. So the first one is simple: don't lose the ball, you know, keep possession, right? If you have the ball. That's the best defense because the other team doesn't have the ball. That's number one. Number two is Sacramento has been very good at winning possession in the attacking third. If you are one of those people that like to look up stats and, you know, maybe you're a, you come from the world of American football and stats are very big in American football and you're expecting that same thing in soccer and you go look up the stats, you'll find that Sacramento is one of the best teams in the league, both conferences and winning possession in the final third. So I think the second way to stop that transition is to counter that transition, right? This is called counter-pressing. We've talked about this before. Sacramento is very good at that. I expect them to use that tool super effectively. Go for it. To clarify, so that generally means allowing LA Galaxy 2 to have the ball and press them instead. So that's a great question. It could be. Yeah. It could mean allowing LA Galaxy 2 to have the ball. And then when they make a bad pass or certain sequences you know to trigger to press, I'm more talking about Sacramento has possession. That was the first thing I talked about. So that everyone is in the attacking third. And then let's say Sacramento loses the ball. When Sacramento loses the ball in the attacking third, everyone is going to press hard. Rather, and chase to get the ball back. Yeah. So that way, now you've gotten the ball back, and they have been scrambling to try to clear, Transition. and they're now out of position, and we have a bunch of numbers up. That's the idea, and it it's worked fairly well at times for Sacramento. The, the games that I think we have been very effective at scoring goals is games that we have won a lot of possession in the final third and had the opportunity to be very dangerous off of those turnovers so i think that's how sacramento is going to try to stop their transition is to maintain possession and then when you lose the ball press which isn't really that revolutionary of a thing for this team but i think they're going to try to do it even more because what we saw when we played la galaxy 2 in la was we couldn't create uh, sorry we couldn't um finish the chances that we had so once they got the the goal, they being LA, they were able to sit back and just just counter on us. So even though we had the ball, 
we weren't really able to create a lot. So I think they're going to try to create a bit more off of those turnovers. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know, because now we are at home. So maybe things will be different. Well, well put, boys. I don't think I have anything else to add to that. Do you have anything to say about the Tulsa game that's coming up on Saturday? Well, that's a good. That is a good question, Nolan. No, thank you. This is our last. <laughs> we're at the tail end of the season, guys. This is our last midweek game. Uh, LA Galaxy. We've had tough um, luck in the past moving from those midweek games into the weekend game. Here it is. Tulsa is up for Saturday. Uh, quick, quick uh, turnaround. Um, that game will be played in Tulsa. And to give you a preview on that team, Tulsa is 7, 10, and 14. They currently sit 16th with 31 points um, on the table. They are committed to a 4-2-3-1. Um, they have a decent offense, but they have a very bad defense. Their defense is allowed 2.0 goals against average a game which is second worst in the west and second worst only to tacoma who has a 2.6 which is crazy to me is the worst in the league Mm. those middle schoolers over there have had a tough time sad it's what they get for hacking our instagram i don't know about tulsa you're talking about tacoma Tacoma. oh did i say tulsa tacoma tacoma has a 2.6 tulsa's um goal against oh sorry i got i got confused you're right yeah Tulsa's goal against average is second worst in the West, only to Tacoma's, who has a 2.6, which is worst in the league. Now, to kind of just give you, you know, even though this team has really struggled, they have pieces, and, and Nolan kind of did something similar with his preview um, of the Galaxy. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you three players that I think will have the biggest impact or have the potential to be the biggest impact um, on this game. So... First player, Luca Lobo. He is a left back for Tacoma. We've talked about him before on the podcast because he's got a lot of promise. Um, but much like this team, much like my, this Tacoma team or Tulsa team, now you got me. <laughs> now, Scott, you got me. Sorry. It's all good. Um, much like this Tulsa team, he's had a bad run of form in the, the second half of the season. But he's still, he's still dangerous, though. Still a very good player um, over on that left back position. Second player to and be he, watching. Oh, yes. And he would be matched up most likely with Kevin Aliman and uh, Jordan McCurry, whoever's playing on the right wing. Yeah, which has been a bit of a rotation this yeah. year. Yeah. Uh, both Really, both wingers have been a rotation this year. Yeah. Um, yeah, it could be Bijev. We've seen Bijev over there as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, look out for him. Good player. Second player is their left wing, Christian Altamirano. Man has seven goals, six assists on the season. He is a good scorer. He's a playmaker, and oh, he got the dangles. Mm. Let me tell you. I watched a goal against him, or uh, I, I watched a goal he scored against the Portland Timbers at the beginning of the season. Um, and it was the USL goal of the month. Mm. It was impressive. He went dangled through two players, put a beautiful uh, curling ball um, into the back of the net from the top of the 18. Very good player, um, very dangerous on that left wing side. Yeah, definitely look out for him. And then finally, last but most certainly not least, mm. Rodrigo da Costa. 
He plays their 10. He's their attacking midfielder, plays their 10. Um, he has nine goals on the season, 11 assists. Both of those stat lines lead his team, and those 11 assists is second in the league, only to a man named Solomon Asante, who has 34,000 assists on the season. <laughs> so, DaCosta, much like his, much like Altamirano, he he's got he's a great goal scorer. He's got great playmaking ability. He's a dangler. But what makes him, in my opinion, one of the best players in the USL, is his his ability to see the field and find his teammates. He consistently produces head turning plays on what is an otherwise pretty subpar soccer team. So, with that being said, honestly. Add Rodrigo DaCosta to the list of off-season acquisitions that I would love to see come to the to the old glory red. I would love to see him come. But for this this game in particular, and that get, is a man we need to be watching out for. And give up Cameron Awasa? No, 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 no. Put, put Cam out on the wing? No! Yes. No, no, okay. Has he ever look, done that? Th- yes, yeah, he has. He's, he's played the wing. Oh. Put Warner and Cam on the wings. Put Enna Volson up top and DaCosta down underneath him. Bro, that is deadly. That would be amazing. I would love to see that. But for this game in particular, definitely be watching out for him. If I could turn this over to you guys to kind of wrap up these previews, do we think Simon Elliott should rotate players for this game? And if so, who? Uh, Yes, I think he will have to rotate players. And I I think... The first game against LA, he's probably going to stick with the back four, ex- with the exception of possibly Deco. Deco Keenan, I think, is going to have to get in one of these two games just to keep people fresh. Fresh. Uh, I also think that Partain is a candidate to start one of these games, and then Werner and or Formella is also a candidate. Personally, I think Haliman is the starter on the right wing. I, I think he's he's shown enough. Yeah, I agree. That he's probably going to start both of these games, and then if Cam is healthy, I think he starts one and comes on. Excuse me, comes in as a sub on the other. That probably means he starts at home against LA because they're a better team, and then you start Bonomo in Tulsa. Mm, um, okay, because. Tulsa's not a we, amazing team. We, you you can probably get a couple. You're hoping that you can get a couple goals against Tulsa. They average two goals against. That's an yeah. average of two goals against a game. We have to be able to like scoring Didn't two goals on them is just them? doing our I job. I thought that was RGV. Rio no. Grande Valley was it not? We, I will look we it beat up. Them two to one. I always confuse the two and another one from the, from. Texas. I'm pretty sure we put six goals against Tulsa at home. We did. Yeah, yeah. Tulsa on June twenty second. Brace in that game. Yeah. So, yep. <gasps> Mitchell Tainer just accepted my friend request. I would, <laughs> Can you message him and say, "Are you hurt?" <laughs> yeah. I, well, I, was, I was looking up his his Instagram to see if he's posted anything, uh, and he showed up to the game on September twentieth. That was the last thing that he posted. When well, was that? Good. So yeah, last Today, week. Today's yeah. the thirtieth. So yeah, last not this game, but the one before. Okay. And he was tagged in a picture six days ago. I don't know. Anyway, it is, yeah, that's weird. Okay. Hopefully, we see him come back. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. nothing Nolan, I know you want Hayden Partain to start of all course. the games. Yeah, 
all I, of the and things. I honestly think that he would be a I think he could start on Saturday in Tulsa. I think yeah. Putting him he adds some tapping yeah, and some attacking dynamism, but also he we've mentioned before that he has mental lapses and defensive lapses or whatever. Um but I think that he's just a good he'd be a good person to kind of mess with that front with uh da costa and the the winger i can't say his name altamirano thank you um christian altamirano i think he'd be able to break up some some of their passing and frustrate them enough to to do the job in a two-man midfield um so yeah yeah i wouldn't be mad i wouldn't be mad to see him i think it it sucks that sacramento plays a two-man midfield and can only put in we i think there's really good options in our midfield in our midfield and just the way that sacramento is playing right now isn't set up set up to to let allow them to flourish if that makes sense mm. like uh drew skundrich is a very good very good player uh jaime villarreal uh, hayden partain really good players but they've been asked to just kind of like sit in front of the center backs maybe with one of them venturing forward on occasion um but they've been asked to shuttle the ball clock in clock out and not do a lot of the exciting things that i like to see midfielders do um in attack so yeah cool all right well we are coming toward the end of this episode you guys have anything else to say any other news or notes that we need to talk about i love this game that covered my mouth literally just turned up your gain i don't know why i did that (laughs) thank you did you mean to turn it down no i turned it up because he was talking super close sorry (laughs) sorry about that uh, I got nothing else. Love to this add. Game. I want to see some wins. We need to, we need some wins. Yeah. I won in fantasy football. <laughs> I went Nolan from, was zero and three. I was zero and three, and now he's I'm, now one and You three. beat the guy one that and was three. In, that was also zero and three. I couldn't lose, or else I'd be last again. <laughs> I've been last all three weeks, but now I'm not. Yep. Yeah, let's see, it feels good. All right. Well, that is the end of our show. We'll see you guys next week. As always, glory, glory, Sacramento. Sacramento.